Welcome to the Fairway Performance Podcast. My aim for this podcast is to have conversations or to record solo episodes like the one I'm doing today to help you improve your golf, your fitness, and your health. And I'm your host, Sean Dykoff. Now, before I get stuck into the content of today's episode and talking about all things stretching, I wanted to just quickly make two announcements. The first announcement is if you haven't already taken me up on the seven-day free trial for the Fairway Performance Training app, now is your time. Uh, I have recently just sold my gym in Sydney and I'm able to throw my full heart, soul and work ethic and effort into developing this app further uh, and to grow the amount of users in that app so I can help more golfers across the world with their golf games by improving you know, how their body moves. So rather than investing that money into a driver, uh, try investing it into a program which is actually going to help you physically and become more of an athlete uh, in order to you know use whatever golf clubs you want to essentially be able to swing better and to to play better golf hit the ball further be more consistent not get injured as much have more longevity in the game all those things Uh, the main reasons that i feel this app stands out above the rest of them is as soon as you jump on board there is some mobility self-assessments in there so you can really get to know what areas you either lack in in mobility or you need to work on the most in your mobility and from there you can work on some mobility plans to fix swing faults so early extension over the top flat shoulder plane hanging back all of these swing faults i have detailed explanations on how to not only fix them um, but to uh, assess whether you have them in your swing um, through watching yourself on a video Uh, and then also strength and conditioning programs which is what most people are following within the app um, it's a super low cost once you actually do get started. It's fourteen ninety nine a month uh, to stay subscribed to the app, or uh, if you sign up for one year and and pay that up front, then it's nine ninety nine a month. So uh, I personally don't think there's any better investment in your golf game than working on what your body can do, uh, and it it takes not very much time during the week to actually get it done. So uh, take me up on the seven day free trial, uh, give it a try for yourself, and if you see the value in it, obviously you can stay a user. Otherwise, you can cancel any time before um, the seven day free trial, and you won't get charged for it. Uh, the second thing is uh, because I have sold my gym in Sydney here recently. Uh, I've actually got a lot more time during the week to work with more individual coaching clients. So I only want to take around 15 to 20 individual coaching clients uh, in total. And currently I'm sitting at eight or nine clients, I'm just about to get it to 10 um, from a couple of conversations I've been having in the last couple of days. So that means I have roughly five spots on my books for individual coaching clients. And The way that I work with my individual clients is I get them to come in and do a Zoom screening, uh, whether that's in person, if they live in Sydney, uh, we organize a location for that. Um, Otherwise, we will do it via Zoom, which is where I work with the majority of my clients who are US-based. And uh, once we go through the screening, I obviously know what strength limitations you have, mobility limitations or restrictions, uh, and I can develop a 12-week program. So we work in 12-week blocks. And from uh, from the, the screening and, and the assessment, I can work out exactly where we need to work, whether it's strength, mobility, flexibility, power development, um, and obviously factoring in where you're at with your golf game, you know, where the club championships are, what important golf events you have coming up, what access to equipment you have, um, 
and also the the reason this one costs a little more than the uh, the general programs which are on the app is I want you sending me videos each week so I can actually teach you and help you progress through you know the technical aspects of a lot of the lifts that we do and a lot of the movements and give you that direct one-on-one feedback through the app which it all um, integrates and allows me to do with you so um, if you're interested in that the best point of call is to either message me on instagram which is at sean.dykoff s-h-a-u-n dot d-i-a-c-h-k-o-f-f or you can email me, Sean, S-H-A-U-N, at fairwayperformance.com. Cool. I think I've gone on enough about that at the start. Uh, So to get into today's topic and today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about stretching and in particular dynamic stretching before rounds, uh, passive stretching after rounds, and just what I feel are the advantages of actually doing some stretching in and around your golf game. Or we'll put stretching and mobility into the same uh, basket because they're both essentially helping Uh, in my opinion, with the same thing, which is range of motion, strength through range of motion, uh, and helping you obviously play better golf. So the the first thing is, um, what are the pros of uh, stretching pre-round or uh, pre-workout, warm-up, practice round, whatever? Um, And the first one is it activates our muscles. So dynamic stretching before games or warm-ups or whatever the activity you're going to do, uh, warms up the body and activates the muscles and it preps them for the movements required in either your golf, in your workout or whatever it is, which can aid in performance enhancement. So um, the reason I say performance enhancement is because there's been numerous studies which have proven that dynamic stretching as opposed to rest and going straight into exercise or static stretching and going straight into exercise can actually increase your performance and your um, power and speed output or sprinting output, um, which is obviously things which we need in golf like to output a lot of power and to be able to hit the ball as far on the first hole as we can on the the fifth or the sixth hole if we're using driver Um, because a lot of people say oh it takes me a few holes to warm up um, because they haven't moved their body dynamically in the start so um, the first pro is activates muscles the second pro is injury prevention so stretching or dynamic warm-ups and mobility before playing Uh, can help reduce the risk of strains and sprains by increasing blood flow to the muscles. So it's ensuring they're ready for the activity. Um, Just like you wouldn't turn on your car and rev it straight to to its red line and drive straight down a quarter mile as fast as it can, it needs time to to lubricate the engine, to get the oil moving through it, and to um, obviously lubricate all the, the moving parts. So our bodies are very similar, and particularly as we get older, uh, it takes a little bit longer for that to happen um, through you know many different reasons, but essentially we just need a little bit of time to prime the body and get it ready for the activities in which we're going to do, and that's going to help prevent the strains and sprains and um, you know tweaks and whatever else you want to call them um, that you might get during a round. Um, it is all helped by having some sort of dynamic warm up before you either play or do a workout. Uh, The third pro is it improves range of motion. So doing stretches before a game has a a temporary effect of improving your range of motion, um, which obviously aids in a a smoother, a more powerful, a more consistent uh, swing, uh, which is obviously going to benefit us through that round. And um, if we're doing it repeatedly or consistently, uh, then obviously that small increase in range of motion that we're getting each time uh, is going to have a bit of a compound effect or we're going to gain interest on that over time. Um, 
<clears throat> the next pro is mental preparedness. So stretching before a game isn't just a, a physical activity that you can do or mobility. Um, it also, for me, it also serves as a, a mental warm up. So it helps to get me in the right mindset. Um, it can be used for visualization, setting intentions for your round, um, focused concentration on different parts of the body moving or activating. Um, and it all leads to better performance because it gets you more task focused. So I like to think of this one, this mental preparedness as um, sort of like a, um, I used to love when I did uh, karate as a kid and, and I only did it for you know 12 to 24 months. But um, one of the things which I, I really enjoyed about it was the discipline of it where when you walk in, you stand at the edge, edge of the dojo, you have to bow and then you step into there and you know that you're just about to complete this activity. So using this stretching routine uh, or this mobility routine, whatever um, dynamic movement uh, that you're going to do, is a really good mental preparedness, but also it just sort of sets the, the line and now you're going into your golf and you're focusing on it. So if you have an important round that you want to play or do well in or match or whatever it is, um, it can serve as that really good barrier um, or that sort of like little block in time where you move from whatever tasks you were doing before to then focusing just on the upcoming task ahead and to get you mentally prepared for it by using this as, as a little barrier or the little transition into that. So um, not directly related to stretching itself, but using the stretching for a, a second purpose. Um, and the last one or the last pro is um, coordination and neuromuscular function. So in, in layman's terms, essentially, uh, just getting the body like prepped and, f and firing with all the different movements that you do. So, you know, internal, external rotation of the hips and thoracic rotation, etc., etc. So it's just getting the body firing and primed in the different pathways, which you're going to use for the game. Um, and essentially gets all the muscles working um, well, harmoniously, I guess you could say, uh, during the game to, to have better coordination, um, reduce the likelihood of you know having bad swings and um, swings that feel off and lead to injuries or bad shots or whatever it is. Um, but we're just priming the body through the movement patterns in which we're going to do for the day. Um, because generally, I see golfers will go from you know sitting in a car for half an hour to an hour to drive to the course, however long it takes. Um, they've just sat down for a period of time or they've just laid down in bed um, so it's good to get those muscles firing in similar or the same movement patterns in which you're going to use for um, your actual round of golf. Uh, and we can do that through different dynamic stretches. Uh, cool. So um, hopefully they've all made sense to you and they um, you know, have, have just given you uh, or just spurred on some thought as to why it could be beneficial to do it. Um, the, the next thing I wanted to talk about is uh, dynamic stretching uh, versus static stretching. So I, I feel there really is a place for both in uh, your mobility and strength routines or warm-ups or whatever it is. Um, obviously, I've talked about the pros of dynamic stretching and how good that is pre-round uh, and even during the round if you uh, need to keep yourself moving, uh, potentially if you're playing in the cold or the rain or something like that, or you're wearing some like restrictive clothing or heavy clothing or whatever, it's good to um, keep those things going. It's why people have practice swings. It's essentially priming the body for the, the swing that's upcoming. Um, 
the the benefits and and the reasons you would do static stretching um it wouldn't be for pre-round obviously i've talked about why it won't be ideal for that um the studies that have been done uh, and in particular um there's one i read just just before i recorded this and it was um for a woman's handball team and they did um they tested a, a sit and reach and also sprinting uh, output for women who uh, played handball, obviously, um, but they did it for three different groups. So they did one which was static stretching only for six minutes, one which was dynamic stretching only for six minutes, and the other one was uh, just regular movement and just like moving around and not having them do any particular warm up so they could just do whatever they wanted to do essentially. So some of them would have just sat there, some of them would have just run around and um, you know played the sport or gone no warm up straight into you know doing some um, handball activities or sprinting or whatever. Um, and then after that uh, period of time, they tested their sit and reach and they tested a sprinting output. Um, and as you can probably guess, the people who did the um, static stretching scored the worst out of everyone. The people who did the um, you know regular activity or whatever they wanted to do um, scored the second best, and the people who did the dynamic stretching um, scored the best out of all of the tests. So the, the sit and reach, they improved their flexibility by the most, uh, and also their sprinting power output was the highest in the first one, and it decreased the least um, in the fifth test that they did. Um, versus the other two um, test groups, which was the static stretching and the um, the running around or the control group, I, I think they called that. So that just shows the um, obviously that's just one study, but there's you know multiple studies like that with um, a couple of different sports and. Um, you know, different sprinting and throwing and and all that type of different sports. But um, I think all the conclusions are coming to uh, dynamic stretching being the thing to do. Uh, Getting back to where I was before with the the, uh, static stretching, um, that is a really good tool for uh, use of a nighttime. So I like to do it after you've done your activity for the day. So if you've done your golf or your training or whatever it is, and you're not going to complete any more activities for that day, which are requiring you to output power or strength or speed or anything like that, um, then static stretching can be really good. I like to use it as a a few different things. One is a recovery tool um, because we're lengthening the muscles and we're helping promote blood flow to those areas. Um, We're getting the tissues, the ligaments, the joints, and everything used to like a lengthened position. Uh, and hopefully through consistent um, bouts of that or consistent dosages of that over time we are going to see an improvement in our flexibility Um, the other reason I do it after having done all that stuff and and pre-bed is uh, it gives me the most amount of time before I actually go into the next dynamic effort activity for the day so um, we don't want to be doing, you know, static stretching straight into dynamic stretching straight into our activity because um, we're probably not going to see as much benefit. We want to keep the static stretching as far away from um, the activity that we're going to do next, um, so that we've got the most time to essentially recover from that and um, to not have like an interference effect essentially for that activity. So. Um, for me, that's the way that I really like to approach it uh, and and recommend for my clients. 
Um, to be honest, there's not a whole lot of static stretching that I, I, I recommend for clients just based on um, the fact that they're really time poor and, um, you know, even just getting them to, to honestly do the um, the dynamic stretching um, before rounds and, and also um, pre-workouts and stuff, mobility work is, um, they're going to see a, a significant improvement there. So um, then after time, obviously we can think about static stretching, but uh, dynamic stuff is more than enough for most. Uh, the, yeah, I guess the next thing is like, how do we um, balance both of them? So um, like I said just before, we want to do the dynamic stuff and keep that to pre-round and pre-training warm-ups, all that type of stuff. And then the the, uh, the static stretching, we want to keep that as far away from the next activity that we do as possible. And that doesn't mean as soon as you finish playing golf, you've got to go down and do your stretches for whatever period of time. It just means, you know, do whatever you need to after your round of golf, hopefully not sink 12 to 24 beers. Um, hopefully it's you know doing some sort of cool down or maybe a little bit of putting before you go home or relax and have a beer with friends and, and cruise home um, and then obviously once you get home and the body's cooled down a little bit and you've had something to eat to replenish the um, carbohydrates the uh, and the protein um, needs of the body uh, then you can start thinking about stretching and, and potentially whatnot after you uh, have dinner and, and wind down for the night time uh, and it's also a great uh, wind down tool as well to just sit there and do um, you know seated stretches or laying across a foam roller or rolling out the um, the lats or the back or, or whatever it might be or just laying across the roller for a period of time in in certain positions for the hamstrings for the calves for the um, the back for the shoulders whatever it might be so um, that is how I would separate them and, and use those two together um, to, to obviously get the, the most benefit from it so um, that's all I'm going to get stuck into on today's episode I hope it sparked a few questions for you and if you do have any questions on it I'd love it if you could email me sean at fairwayperformance.com um, or obviously instagram as well at sean.dykoff um, yeah, whatever questions come up from it, please shoot them through. I'm always, um, I'm always really excited to actually answer questions from people because, um, you know, this isn't really a, a two-way conversation. This is just me, uh, you know, sort of preaching my uh, knowledge and what I see with clients and whatnot. And it's not really taking into account every particular person's uh, specific situation. So. Um, when I do get those questions in and, and they put things in a different light or, or give me a slightly different perspective, it just helps expand my knowledge um, and it also allows me to help more people. So um, please reach out. I'd love to answer the questions. Um, then uh, finally, just to uh, harp on what I uh, said at the start, um, if you haven't already, please take up a, a trial of the Fairway Performance Training app. If you're looking for uh, mobility training um, swing fault fixing um, program then they're all within the app as soon as you jump into the app you can also send me a direct message within there uh, and I can answer questions and help you get started with whatever program it is that's going to help you the most based on your situation or if you'd love to uh, talk to me about uh, an individual program which I have around five maybe six spots left for for clients um, then yeah, either email me, sean at fairwayperformance.com or you can uh, direct message me through 
the Instagram and I'll, I'll get back to you through there and we'll chat about your situation, where you want to go um, and you know how I can help you with your golf game. So until next week, guys, I really hope this information's helped. Uh, it's sparked on a few questions. It's helped you identify some areas where you can improve your either static stretching or dynamic stretching before rounds or workouts. Uh, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, play well.